0: Hey, I'm Daniel, and this is Markers on the Map. This week, it's a narrative driven single player adventure as Star Lord in the new Guardians of the Galaxy game. Face a story full of fun alongside Peter Quill's teammates in a massive adventure that challenges the AAA norms. Plus, we've got news on that GTA trilogy. Check out the gaming adventure on Twitter at Markers on the Map, and thanks for listening. we talk about
1: sonic the hedgehog 3 and knuckles a lot would you say we talk about it a lot i think we put that it's i think we talk about it too much
0: let's be honest you can never have too much sonic 3 and knuckles
1: i think you can have too much sonic 3 i think you can have too much of anything
0: Um, well maybe not sonic 3 and knuckles but you know that's just you know ice camp we? i haven't brought it up in a while (laughs) i haven't
1: you brought it up like maybe like last week I did? Probably. Well... I'm trying... I'm trying... I think it's like every... Ep- I mean, if it wasn't last week, then it's the episode before that one. Maybe.
0: I digress. There's 2D Sonics that are really good that I think people forget about. I'm talking about Sonic Advance and Sonic Rush. Those are really good... G- Sonic Advance was the first Sonic game I ever played.
1: Let me think. I think Advance was... Same here. The first one I ever played, I remember I enjoyed it pretty well. It yeah, seems like a very really short good. game, though.
0: I think it was seven zones. I think it was as long probably as the original Sonic. But you could play as Sonic and Tails. You could play as Knuckles, and you could play as Amy in the first one. And I think they replaced her with Cream in Sonic Advance two and three, which I never owned, but I like borrowed because that was back in like the elementary school times of like Game Boy Advance-itude. Um, but yeah. Sonic Advance—that's a really good game, and the soundtrack was cool. You get to fight, you know, Mecha Knuckles, and Sonic Rush for the Nintendo DS. Those were cool with Blaze, but I liked Rush Adventure better because that was the one with the pirates, and that was when I got my Wi-Fi, you know, oh seven and all that. There's some good 2D Sonics that are very much forgotten. I think.
1: What about? Oh, that's not. What was a Sonic 3D Blast? That's sort of a. It's weird that that's, that's like an considered. isometric game, right? Yeah, was like, that one's weird um i don't know if that was considered 2d what's another 2d sonic sonic 4 what about sonic 4 no one talks about. hey i
0: liked sonic 4 i liked episode 2 a little bit better but something about the first episode at least like the last zone was cool and the music was cool and there was Mm -hmm. one level where like a gear was chasing you and i don't know people people rag on on sonic 4 a little too much i mean it's no mania but then again what is
1: mania is probably still the best sonic games hands down but easily i just want to know what is this conversation is heading towards because we're just talking about sonic 3 i have no idea where this conversation is like and then like there's some good sonic 2d games
0: actually i was just thinking about sonic advance and i was like no we've never (laughs) talked about them actually it it is leading somewhere so i have a a a guide for (laughs) sonic adventure 2 Battle. And yes. I got this guide, you know, well before I had a Wii. Because if you mm-hmm. flip this guide over, it's the yes. Sonic Advance guide on the back. It's two okay. in one. So y- it helped me out with Sonic Advance. And then years later when the Wii came out, it helped me out some more playing Sonic Adventure 2 Battle.
1: Man, hold on. You see, He's talking about Sonic now. Wait, wait, now, wait. Now, I have a chili dog in my hand right here. <laughs> Man, so, I'm not to know that chili dogs, I never heard of them until Sonic, so that's the only thing Sonic really brought to me.
0: You know, what, you know what I think about most when I think about Sonic? Well, first I think about Ice Cap Zone.
1: Speed, blue, shoes.
0: But after that, I think about Sonic Underground.
1: <laughs> Sonic Underground. Bro, I think about chili dogs. That's I've never heard of a chili dog before I met Sonic. I was like, what the heck's a chili dog?
0: You know what's interesting? The day we're recording this happens to be the 10th anniversary of Sonic Generations.
1: And it was—is uh, it actually? Is yeah, it?
0: <laughs> it is. Oh man, a legitimately uh, great Sonic game. That I mean, I mean, the 2D parts and that were fine, but the 3D parts were cool. Okay, it's also funny is that,
1: that today is the anniversary of the McRib coming back.
0: Oh God! And you know what? Today is also the first episode of Markers on the Map in November. <laughs> <laughs> the weekly podcast gaming adventure, of course, where we got a lot of games and news this week because we're, <laughs> we've are we got holdover from before we did the Halloween special. So, let's mm-hmm. go ahead and get started. I am your host, Daniel, and I'm here as always with the man, the myth, the co-host, my good friend Robert. How have you been lately, this week? <laughs> <laughs> Aside uh, from, you know...
1: <laughs> uh, let's just say uh i've been a little under the weather um but it was only for like I'm still kind of feeling it but it's only like lasting for like a day or so but yeah i've been under the weather for a bit but i'm doing all right how about you
0: i'm doing pretty good a little overwhelmed by all the um games in addition to being busy and we've had a a different kind of recording schedule for the podcast for a couple weeks now so so Mm -hmm. because we've both got you know things we have to work around so we've got news coming in at different points and everything but mm-hmm. i mean you you guys would never <laughs> know that if we didn't say it but it just felt like yeah i mean we've we've been recording on a few different days so there's a lot of games that that at least i've been i've been going through amidst mm-hmm. like just being busy so we do have some pretty big news to get to before we get to any of that though so i say we start off with something that has nothing to do with <laughs> with the big news but i remembered that facebook is turning into this i don't know meta but they're coming out with some kind of world thing that you can make and i was the first thing that came to my head in this like vr world deal is like what if we made gameland a reality
1: don't they even have like vr chat for that true they do
0: have like vr chat you could probably do that in but I, I feel like the Facebook thing might be more accessible. It, I don't know. I've never, I've never delved into the world of VR. But I, w- I would be like, wouldn't it be cool to just walk around in VR and go, hey, there's Cutscene Street. You remember Cutscene Street?
1: <laughs> Let's just say that I don't know. It's, it's weird that that is stuff like VR. I mean, the, I mean, it could open if Nintendo makes like a a, a Nintendo Me VR world. Oh, that, know, that would be Mii's cool. That seems around. like something
0: that they would have done. Like they had Meverse yeah. or whatever it was mm-hmm. called. They could do like a little VR world, get your little uh, Labo VR. I haven't built my Labo VR yet. That would be my first experience with VR if I would just build the thing.
1: Actually, how many, have you even built any other Labo sets? No, I have no space
0: for them. I need to find some space for them because I really do want to build them. I don't know. I just like the mechanics of things like that, like building Gundams, but I don't have the space for it. But yeah, I really want to build mine. Especially the VR one because it's kind of cool and you can play. I don't know. I think some of the v- games you can in build it.
1: that VR one. You should at least try to build that one. That one's I want to build the massive. steering
0: wheel because you can play Mario Kart with it.
1: Hmm. I feel like those aren't gonna be as big.
0: Yeah, it's just a lot of space, and I need the time to do it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, we we're talking about VR, and now I'm just sad that my labos are still sitting there in the box. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> What better note to jump into the actual news with? So, a few weeks ago, we talked about the GTA Trilogy announcement after it was being rumored for so long, and they have officially shown a trailer for that. The games are getting kind of like a, a very stylized, um, you know, up-res, but, like, the graphics are changing a little. They're adding new textures and new lighting and some new gameplay changes to make it more in line with, like, a modern control style. And, actually, mm-hmm. I've never been more convinced to... Play Grand Theft Auto then I am with that trailer that it's going to be 60 bucks so you figure that's 20 bucks for game but it does look like Rockstar actually put in the work and these aren't just HD uprazes.
1: Yeah so like I said, some people find the graphics a little funny, but like I said, I can forgive. I I, I said when we were talking, discussing, I don't know if we said it on the podcast, board, but I said I can forgive the graphics looking a little funny or whatever, as long as the background and the draw distance is all is really good. But also, if the core like gameplay has. Improved way more since you know it's been updated. Yeah, I don't mind. I, I can forget the graphics looking a little funny. Like I said, I, I, I know this is like a big step forward, but if you still look at it, it's it's like Rockstar is getting praise and they should be because obviously it's like people have been asking for this, but like, still so like, don't give them too much praise. It's like we still need to play it and see if it actually functions well. Because if you've seen like the re release of the mobile version of these games or like anything like that, kind of like that, it's like they weren't amazing. You know, on surface it can look good, like like I said, the mobile ports look decent. But then when you kind of break it down, you're like, yeah, this is a very like kind of like weird like mesh of what an upgrade they're trying to make out of it. I don't know, it's really weird. But for the most part, I'm very much on the positive side of this. Will probably be a really good upgrade, and I can honestly see why. Some people may find it difficult, like, oh, why would Rockstar still get rid of some of the the? I guess because obviously the reason why people were convinced that this was happening because a lot of the mods that made games look like kind of look like this were to being taken down, and so it was like, okay, that kind of does like give some backbone on like why this might happen because they're getting rid of the mods. They wouldn't really care if the mods were there or not, but I guess it's one of those things where some people are still on the niche of like, oh, no, you, you can just use mods. But honestly, i rather just install one game or one solid game disc or, or, or download with three games on there instead of having to install not only the game with its updates, but like 50 mods on it to make it run that well. I was like, I'd rather just install the game instead yeah. of running like 50 mods on it.
0: From what we've seen, these are going to run fine. They look serviceable for what they're going to do. And it's... I know think it's you know more than like a you're I, I guess like a thq nordic level remaster of something like spongebob mm-hmm. or, or destroy all humans it's probably on the same level because rockstar is a mega company that can do that mm-hmm. and, and you know do three in one but i'm actually kind of looking forward to it i i know it's gonna drop by the time that the, the next week's episode is out so i mean i'll give it a go i'm i'm especially excited for vice city because that's the um the one i've always wanted to play so
1: like i said my wish is always a at- I wish they have the original license to all the original music that they released, but I doubt it. I don't think it's going to happen. That's one of those, like... I'm sure
0: some of it will still be there, but there's probably going to be a handful of songs that... I I don't think they've probably lost anything since the last time they lost some of the music, but I don't think that any of the others will probably come back. But, hey, could be pleasantly surprised, but don't hold your breath.
1: I don't know. They could maybe add different music, that's that would be all right, uh, but you know, cause yeah. like Vice City got hit hard. they lost a lot of music. They got hit with a lot of it. Like I said, as long as they don't get like outshun or outdo by like THQ Nordic, because like I said, Destroy Humans that was a really good, like surprisingly good, like remake slash mm-hmm. like reenhance It's like like in the middle where it's like technically a remake, but it's not really because it's still the core gameplay and everything.
0: But yeah. I finished well, it. I it was s- quite good
1: yeah what i will say is this coming out with the gta rumor there's like grain of salt there's always a rumor there's a rumor and this is kind of been going around for a while too i remember when they were rumoring the the san andreas and all the rumor like this is where red dead redemption the first one's getting a remake
0: oh i would like to see that even more than all these grand theft auto games the two Rockstar games I want to get a remake are GTA 4 because that was always the most interesting one thematically to me just watching trailers and seeing gameplay and Red Dead Redemption 1 because that is a fun game for all its worth. I,
1: <laughs> I honestly you took my top 2 games I would want to see remade. Uh G- Red Dead obviously Red Dead 1 is one of the best like it was there was no cowboy game like it and it, and it kind of brought the whole cowboy genre of, of like video games you know into the limelight like think about like every type of cowboy game that came after it like there were cowboy games before it obviously but they were what like shoot 'em ups and like these kind of weird things you know just kind of like you know like like uh, like organ trail or something yeah like i think that's an rpg
0: and then that one shooter one on the super nintendo is like a wild west type game
1: yeah uh so but then gta4 the reason why i would want it Is because that game only runs at 30 on like PS3 and like 360. And I know like you can be like you can run at 60, but I'd rather see that game run at 60 frames 4K with really enhanced mods that change. Because I really didn't like how sometimes it was either like bright sunrise orange or just kind of gloomy gray, it didn't have clear weather, it just had it was always cloudy. So I'd rather have it really updated where there's you know like clear you know skies and really green cuz everything just kind of looks like brown or gray and that's kind of weird and I think GT4 deserves to have
0: Yeah it's a, a product of a its time update. because a lot of yeah. um what is it seventh gen games at that time
1: like Seven. everything well, yeah, was kind of like Resistance gray. Fall of Man yeah. that's a very great gears gray thing.
0: yeah gears of war even
1: Even like Metal Gear Solid 4 had a great Uh cover. Metal Gear Solid 4
0: has the same color palette almost as GTA 4 from what I see.
1: Yeah, it's sort of like it was that era. So I hope they take this city because Liberty City in that one is actually pretty detailed. I really like Liberty City in 4. I like the characters. I like how the game is. The only thing I will say they should change. I know some people might argue with me on this, but GTA 5 is still... Even though 4 has some pluses, 5 is still a better game because of the driving is a major part of it. GTA has always been a driving game, so it being a sim in 4 kind of really makes it difficult to really enjoy the driving. I really like the driving in 5 way more. It's more of like an arcade racer, you know, cars, because when you make a sharp turn in 5, you know, you can really, you know, predict how the car is going to react, but in 4, that driving was just, I don't know how I played it back in the day without not really, like, hating on it. But I think even before 5 came out, I really didn't like the way the, uh, I, even before, yeah, before 5 came out, I didn't like how 4 played. I would go back to play San Andreas just to, like, drive a card because I like the driving on that was way superior than it was in 4. Yeah. That was the only thing I felt for lacking was the driving.
0: I again I still feel like something like that is a product of the time because mm-hmm. just that was a time when everything just had to be super realistic and not stylized and gritty it just seemed like a weird time for games Killzone 2 came out around that time I think too and that was just the greatest game ever and then you have Killzone 3 that's all like colorful icy snow and it's just like something around 06 07 was just a time where I think oh we gotta make our game yeah. like super duper realistic but these remasters are anything but super duper realistic. They're very hyper stylized, and I kind of like it. I really like how they look to to, to me, honestly.
1: That's right. There's two ways this can come out. It can come out really good, or it can come out really bad. But hopefully, they come out good. Hopefully, honestly, another thing too. Please don't remove any cheat codes from San Andreas. That's what I don't think San they'll Andrea do that. Really I don't think. Please they'll take don't out any Rockstar. Cheat codes. That would be like the worst decision ever. If they were. if to they did, it's codes. already too
0: late. But I don't think
1: they yeah. Did. <laughs> i mean it's not too late they can put them back it can, i'm pretty sure they can True, put them back in patch but him. that would be the worst decision but have yeah to but hopefully were doing a patch
0: though <laughs>
1: yeah hopefully this is a good update hopefully or not uh, hopefully it's a good release it does well and maybe we get to see like red dead remake or, yeah. or you know gta 4 remade with like you know mods and all hd and stuff like that and maybe uh see a new game sooner or later hopefully within the years if these do well or maybe Rockstar does something that's not GTA or Red Dead. That would be
0: interesting. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. So. It just seems like the status quo for them is oh, is fine for for you know them as a company. But yeah, Grand Theft Auto Trilogy Definitive Edition for all consoles, including Switch, which I guess is gonna have a download code in the box for some of it uh, is is coming out before next week's podcast even goes up. I think it's uh, November 11th. So hey, we'll have thoughts eventually for you on that
1: yeah all
0: right there are some smaller little bits of news this week just a few little things that we haven't caught up on just yet uh still staying with grand theft auto for just a little tiny bit longer here they're working on san andreas vr for that facebook thing um that's interesting don't know if i'd want to play grand theft auto in vr but it's apparently happening i'm wondering if any of the assets (laughs) or you know things will be changed for that
1: GTA San you can Play Andreas Resident is, Evil
0: 4 in VR now.
1: <laughs> it's it's one of those things where GTA San Andreas will become the Resident Evil 4 or, That's the, what Skyrim, I was or the Skyrim uh, or the Doom franchise. 2. Yeah, it's, run San Andreas it, or Sonic 2 like they port that game oh, everywhere. Yeah. you would be
0: asking there, if, can it, I run it can San Andreas run on, a on a fridge. my
1: car. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get a Tesla and like GTA San Andreas is playable on your Tesla or something yeah. like it please don't. It's a good game, but there's some things that like Vice City or 3 or even 4 I would want to see remade more often or praised yeah. more often with.
0: Hey, I heard Resident Evil 4 VR is really good though. It seems and to look, be really good. No tank controls in VR, right? <laughs> There's no. no tank controls on the PS4 version either or the Wii version or whatever. Let's let's talk about the Uncharted movie. Um, That's coming out next year. They dropped a trailer. Uh, I'm fine with Tom Holland and, and Mark Wahlberg as, as Drake and Sully. But I was laughing because the trailer literally has a scene from Uncharted Three that they that they do for the movie where he's falling out of a plane. I don't have much to say on it, but I'm I'm decently hyped. Wait, how are you feeling as Tom Holland as, as Nathan Drake? I mean, obviously I mean, he's playing a younger version of him, but hey, I I, I I'm down for Tom Holland. <laughs> uh I,
1: I but at the same time, if you put it that way, then who else would have played him?
0: Well, I always thought that Nathan Fillion should have played Nathan Drake. He is from Firefly. He looks just like him. <laughs> what if they, they got did Harrison a fan Ford film play with him in it? Harrison Ford, isn't he doing? What if they got Harrison Ford to play
1: Uncharted? Oh, it's all God. old,
0: old Drake, like old, old Drake. Drake. But no,
1: but he's does like no, he's young Drake. Like he plays like young Drake, but it's just oh. Harrison Ford.
0: That would be funny
1: people wouldn't probably go for
0: Harrison Ford as young Drake, but I mean, it would be, it would be funny.
1: Sully but, would just be all like, listen, kid. I know
0: he'd be a good Sully. <laughs> I'm just saying, but there's a few oh, other God. people that I, you know, I can't think of them right now, but there's a few other people that I have the mental image of where I'm like, they would be good as Sully too. But Mark Wahlberg, I I like Mark Wahlberg. All right. Um, but yeah, Nathan Fillion played Nathan Drake in some fan movie and, it, and I'm like, that's him. It literally looks like him. So, that's coming out next year.
1: I don't know. You know how I feel about, like, video game movies. It's one of those things where there's some video games that... I don't know if Uncharted needs to... I don't I know. I think we'll it see. could
0: work, but, I mean, I it would could want work. them to adapt a game rather than this, but... Yeah. I think they're going to do a Ghost of Tsushima movie. Th- that's basically a movie already. And yeah, the people so who play like, the characters are already movie actors, TV show actors. Yeah. I saw Kotun Khan on some... Uh, drama the other day, <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: just hanging out. <laughs> I r- I rather it, it might be. There's two ways this can come out. It could be like just like a action adventure, Indiana Jones or Jungle Cruise or like the Jumanji, like how they had like their own series, like kind of like a like kind of like that, or it's like an action adventure. It could work like that, or it could be like the Laura Croft movie that no one remembers that came out in like 2018. Yeah, I've not. No seen one remembers that, but that movie Al- came out.
0: Alicia Vikander's in that, and she's cool. She was in uh the Green Knight. But no which one I saw remembers reason. that movie. I've not even seen it.
1: Yeah, bro, tell me that like, you completely forgot that movie existed.
0: No, because I know the actress because I've just seen her in a bunch of stuff, and I own a bunch of movies with her in it, so I can never forget about it. I just never had an interest in seeing the Tomb Raider movie at, at the time, I guess. But yeah, we'll see. It's okay. just weird seeing there being an Uncharted movie. Hey, Xenoverse Two is still getting DLC, Robert. You lost. Did you know that game is five years old this week?
1: That game is. that the game is old?
0: It's still getting DLC. They're getting cauliflower from Dragon Ball Super now. I kind of want that DLC.
1: <laughs> R. P. My homie Frieza though.
0: Ah, oh, yeah.
1: I was so bummed when I heard that.
0: Yeah, Chris Ayers. I know. Mm-hmm. I, I've I've heard his voice in anime for years it is years now yeah moment of silence for our boy chris ayers voice of frieza and so many other characters in anime for I, bro, I
1: will mm-hmm. miss him bro his honestly, the duration his of frieza. childhood his, his voice of frieza was so good mm-hmm. I, I love he's
0: what i would frieza. call the definitive voice of frieza
1: yeah they he really replaced even like the because i know there's still the original that plan but no. yeah i can't remember the, her name the original one
0: but she was in uh yu yu haka show and all that but yeah, yeah chris ayers i was so sad to Mm, That was so sad.
1: I was saying. Especially when you hear these
0: voice actors through, you know, Funimation, dude. Like, I've been watching Funimation anime my whole life, so it's like, yeah, it's a huge bummer. This one goes out to him. Yeah. Whew. So, Elden Ring. Network test. I guess there's not much news to talk about with that, except the fact that this podcast might have some exclusive Elden Ring impressions here uh, in a couple weeks, so... Um, Elden Ring is one of the, it, it got delayed by a month, which is weird because I didn't think it would get delayed, but if it did, I thought it would be longer than a month. So I guess they're just going to use this network test to maybe fix up some last few like glitches or whatever, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's almost here. This is a game that just, you know, it dropped at, at Jeff's show at, at, Gamescom. Was it, I'm pretty sure it was Gamescom and here we are. It's coming out. The, the most anticipated video games since cyberpunk let's hope it's a little bit better than cyberpunk
1: <laughs> Oh, cyberpunk was a disaster
0: a disaster of a launch yeah but um if we get to cyberpunk today i got some thoughts anyway couple last little things there was a state of play it was pretty unremarkable from what i heard but there's an announcement for some bug snacks dlc free update to bug snacks coming in 2022 called the Isle of big snacks what more can we say I think both of us love bug snacks. If you go back and listen to some of the earlier episodes, we 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 talk about it. We talk some spoilers about it, and it's just a delightful game. And I can't believe it's going to be free DLC.
1: It's a game that I really want to see a sequel to. I really love that game. Even like friends that I I had to convince, not really like hard, like really like beg them, but I just like you know, it's was like, oh no, try it. It's really good. They're like, all right, I'll like give it a try. They trust me. They finished it through and through, and they were like, actually, this is a really good game.
0: Yeah, it's the meme game that turned out to be like a legitimately great game with a good story, mm-hmm. and like the mechanics were well done. It was like Pokemon. great. I
1: love every single character. Every character I know they're is all so really good. Fun. They all have all their good. different
0: charms and personalities. And
1: Chanlo Chadlo's awesome. Oh, Come on, so Chadlo. The, is he the muscle <laughs> he's <a> Chad, bro. <laughs> one, bro? Yeah, Chad. Chad. <laughs> oh
0: god, that's such a great he's game, a Chad, man. Bro. They don't make Your games buddy, with god. heart like that anymore. Except the one no. we're going to talk about later in the show today. <laughs> and <I'm, laughs> let me tell you, Guardians of the Galaxy, that game has some serious heart in it, but we'll get to that mm-hmm. in a few minutes here.
1: Returnal, heard of it? Sounds familiar.
0: It's a game I played earlier this year. It's a fantastic game, but it was oh, always yeah, missing one thing mm-hmm. it was missing the ability to suspend save. Where in a roguelike, that. yeah. Where in a roguelike, like Binding of Isaac, you're not saving the game so you can reload a save. You're making a suspend state where you can turn the game off and come back to it whenever. And you'll be where you were. Mm -hmm. This is not something that you're just like, oh, I can save here and start over from this. No, this is a suspend state. This is what every roguelike needs. Now in Returnal, you have a photo mode. (laughs) And it's really cool and fully featured. And I can't wait to try it out when I uh, redownload Returnal. But why am I redownloading Returnal? Because they added a suspend state mode.
1: was shit better, finally. This is going
0: to convince so many people who were afraid to try the game because they didn't want to have to spend two hours and not do anything else to play the game because now you can spend two minutes and come back to it in two days. This is exciting, especially for me because I like to take my time, but when I was doing my platinum run for Eternal, I always had to like put like two to three hours aside in the day to do it because you can't save. You can't suspend your game. Now you can and you don't have to use the PS5's rest mode. You won't lose your save in the middle of an update if an update happens to come on in the middle of the night. It's all good. That's a great game and it's even better now.
1: Uh I mean I really forgot the game code, but what, I mean I haven't played it. I don't rogue I haven't really played a roguelike game. I think didn't no I didn't play Isaac have I? I don't think I I think I might have let
0: you try it once, but it was over shareplay so it. there was yeah. like a little bit of, you know, the lag. Yeah.
1: But I ha- I don't know. You you really have to give an update on that cuz I really haven't really even I forgot Returnal like came out. Yeah, a it's while back. it's
0: a little under the radar, but it's, honestly, it's it's probably going to be in the Game of the Year season is coming around for award shows and stuff. I think it's going to be up there with things like Dread, really? and uh, I don't know if Guardians will be in there because it's, it's too recent, but I'm feeling like Dread will be up there, Returnal will be up there, maybe Village, although Ratchet & Clank might be up there. I don't know. It's a weird year to think about. It's a weird year because this year a 2D Metroidvania might win Game of the Year, whereas next year you're like, no, it's probably going to be God of War or Horizon or Gran Turismo or stuff like that. This year it's kind of different mm-hmm. because... Not many, like, giant, giant, massive AAA games have come out. So, yeah, Returnal. Good stuff. Id is hiring for a long-running, iconic action first-person shooter. Is it Doom? Is it Wolfenstein? Is it Quake? Who knows? But it's probably Quake. (laughs) They're probably going to do a new Quake game.
1: No, it's going to be Duke Nukem.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) Is that long-running, iconic action or first-person shooter?
1: i don't think it's even belong i don't think it even owns it that's just it's just one of those oh yeah isn't a doom that a clone. gearbox it's a doom clone that actually yeah. did well very early on but not anymore
0: um i think it'll be quake because quake. i don't think they'll go for a new doom this yeah. close after Eternal, especially when they added Horrid mode in which is an insanely cool like thing that they added in this past mm-hmm. week um yeah so i guess quake. for
1: sure quake because what else would it be
0: yeah i think there was something mentioned about sci-fi elements so i'm like this sounds like quake to me um i still have not played the the new edition of quake but they did finally come out with a ps5 uh patch for it so one day one day one day it's only 10 bucks but you know i'm playing dusk and that's kind of scratching that shooter itch for me right now
1: that classic itch
0: (laughs) yep two more little things tiny Lego is coming out with some Luigi's Mansion sets on January 2022. That's cool. I wish they weren't so expensive. I would like a Lego Luigi's Mansion set. One Lego Luigi's Mansion set, please. Honestly, yeah. Uh, They have a King Boo Lego. He's square. He's square. Wait, he's square. It's a King Boo Lego, Robert. He's a square. He's Um. like a... (laughs) I want it. I and I would much rather have the Lego Luigi. Now they need Lego Daisy, of course, to go with Lego Luigi. True. And last but not least, PlayStation Plus games. Um now first class oh, trouble sounds cool, although it's a multiplayer like social deception thing, so it kind of sounds like uh an Among Us type thing, so it could be interesting. Kingdom Kingdoms of Amalur, I've heard was like a pretty great game, but it is also an old game, and it's you know, this is like a remaster of it. Knockout City, you know, I don't want Knockout City, so I would say this mm-hmm. month is not my fave.
1: it past like two months, even three, I think I've not been, well, yeah, but I've not. Hear me it. out,
0: I was really looking forward to PGA Tour 2021, but then I played it, and it's only stick controls, no buttons. And it only runs at 30.
1: Nah, bro. I think the, the, the past like three. If I look maybe back in the past like three months. I know last, this our, October was not good no. as well. But it could have been great. It, it could good.
0: have been perfect if that uh, game lets you use button controls instead of stick control. I was ready to convince you to download it and put on my hat that I don't have. And, and, and you know, hit some golf balls on the, on the golf ball grass. But I guess I'm sticking with the superior golf game, Mario Golf which has a new tournament this month. So that game runs at 60 and it's on the switch. (laughs) All right. Last but not least, I have right here before me, a Nintendo Direct rumor. It's sponsored by Robert's game tip of the week. And this week's tip is for a game boy advance game called Yu-Gi-Oh destiny board traveler.
1: All right. It's time for Robert's game tip of the week. I can't Robert's wait. Game tip of the week: <laughs> Don't go swimming after eating for thirty minutes, or else you'll get a cramp.
0: Thinking about it, this might help me with the second board of Yu Gi Oh Destiny Board Traveler. Of course, when you're fighting against uh, Mako Tsunami, and you know Weevil Underwood threw the Exodia cards off the the ship and said, "Say goodbye
1: to Exodia."
0: Only 25 minutes after they had previously eaten, so Mako has to go in and, and and get them out because obviously they're they're cramped up so much that they've been torn. Uh, so, second board, absolutely. This is this is a tip for the ages. Our rumor is for a little game called Mario's Cool Cool Mountain. You see him down there, don't you, boys? I see him, Skipper. Let's get ready. Whoa! Smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. An intruder on Cool Cool Mountain? Someone's been throwing penguins off the ledge, saving baby penguins for a mother, and riding down a tricky slide. And now this reign of terror ends. Join Skipper, Kowalski, Private, and Rico in a new adventure as they go flipper to flipper with Mario from the Mushroom Kingdom. Explore the unseen wilds of Cool Cool Mountain as Mario finds different paths as you use the team's cunning and impressive technological devices that thwart his machinations every step of the way. Blend in with the icy surroundings and take control of each penguin in different gameplay styles, from action platforming to third-person shooting to racing and more, in their biggest adventure yet. What's this Mario trying to do? We have to stop him, he's up to no good. Use mind controlling agents to summon and control the beasts of Cool Cool Mountain and use them to aid the penguins in jumping, climbing, and speedily dashing to fresh sounds of danger as the world turns hostile the more time Mario spends in it. Collect stars before he can get his grubby hands on them, and use them to improve the penguins base and create special situational items to use in stunning combat encounters against the fearsome Mario. Equip the penguins with new armor and evolving weapons and challenge the man invading the world in Mario's cool, cool mountain, blasting its way onto the Nintendo Switch. <sighs> Not enough Penguins of Madagascar games.
1: Ugh, once wait, how many movies are in now? Three, right? Was there a fourth one? They're making a fourth one, no? There's a Madagascar, a Madagascar 2, Madagascar
0: 3, and a Penguins of Madagascar in addition to a television program called the Penguins of Madagascar.
1: I think we're and we're about time for either a fourth movie or a sequel to the Penguin. So I think this could be released at the same time as the movie, whichever. Because I feel like there's something, there's something coming up. I this mean, being, hear me you know, out. there's about. a
0: Mario movie coming out too. Uh huh. What if this Mario movie that's coming out with you know our 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 cast um, is is secretly the crossover with the the Penguins in Madagascar? Like, come on. Hmm. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong, but he could also be a penguin of madagascar
1: no nah, i think we're gonna get the original four true uh, true they got voice but, actors to voice them
0: but and i say it's about time they add a fifth member to their team or maybe even a sixth what if
1: no so the the fighting mario they are fighting mario. cool cool man cool, cool so man. i want to see i want to see how they're going to take him out though because they, they, I've rarely seen the the Madagascar penguins not complete a mission.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're always, you know, a team to complete their mission. I'm thinking maybe they'll just throw him off like Mario throws the penguin off in Mario 64, if you choose to. Like, you don't have to be evil Mario, but, like, maybe in the movie he throws off the penguin, and maybe that penguin survives, and he becomes, like the the mastermind a new penguin of madagascar and their ultimate goal is to pick mario up and throw him off cool cool mountain and you know mario he wouldn't die he would just come out of the painting but like
1: their mission would be complete who is your favorite penguins of madagascar you gotta pick one skipper
0: because he's the one that says smile and wave boys smile and wave
1: (laughs) skipper the leader was your favorite mine was always rico the one that blows everything up yeah i love rico (laughs) he's cool too they're all the crazy one
0: Man, penguins of Madagascar always reminded me of like the A Team.
1: Yeah, I feel like that also could be inspired. By I mean, that's probably what this. they're based
0: off of. I like the A Team. I like the A Team movie.
1: <laughs> the movie, one from like 2000, like yeah, with 13, Liam Neeson. Or, like, yeah, I like that movie. Really,
0: it was one of my first Blu-rays I ever got. Huh? Nah, I like that movie.
1: <laughs> and I love but it when a plan way, comes together. With <laughs> the penguins, uh. Well, i mean they hijacked an entire like cargo in order to get to a lot, or i thing is antarctica so like i said this will be an interesting game oh see now this will this will be a battle game right
0: kinda like it's it sounds like there's a mishmash of ideas here like uh yeah. like a creature from the crusted crab scenario where there's platforming levels and there's racing levels i know that's like a Maybe, deep cut yeah. game for some people but like it's it's got a I mishmash of game. ideas my first week game was was creature from the crusted crab
1: i I need to get that game back yeah either that that was a really good game but uh we'll see i'm like i said if this is being rumored about i can see them tying this with the movie coming out of some sort or a tv show
0: now this game has to be real
1: come on it it has has to be be.
0: (laughs) all right robert let's talk about guardians of the galaxy
1: the game that people seem to hate it on mm-hmm. for no reason. But people hate you know, it on this, but you know what you and me always said on game. this podcast?
0: Yeah. We always said that this game looks dope. Show me more. It <laughs> does.
1: I was like, it's everything people didn't want. And it's not even from the same people who made Avengers. Because people compared it to Avengers. Like, okay, yeah. maybe there's... Same publisher, why... sure, but
0: Square Enix isn't the developer. It's Edis No, yeah. yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. So people just sort of obviously check that first it's not the same people who made Avengers that's what they're comparing it to was like it's not but it's everything people complained about is that there's too many characters to play but now that it's only focus on one character I don't know this is a lot of things people, they, they, they said they looked funny I'm like they don't look like the, the they said they look like a, a a weird version of the movie actors and actresses. I'm like that's not really the case because the a- movie actors and actresses are supposed to look like the comic characters they're still going off the comic book people but mm-hmm. You know, like we said, people hate on it, but like we said, this game probably has really good potential.
0: Yeah, and potential is putting it lightly. Uh, Mm
1: -hmm. What
0: shocks me the most is that this was revealed at E3 this year as a total surprise. Mm -hmm. A single-player AAA game with no microtransactions, and of course nowadays you have to put that at the forefront because you don't want people to think your game has microtransactions, especially when the one that people are kind of hating on has a ton of them. But, like, what shocks me the most is that this was announced this year for a release date of October. It it met the release date with no delays. It runs pretty much flawlessly. And it is one of the best looking games I've ever played. It may very well be the best written game I've ever played from start to finish. It's just a total delight as far as the writing goes. And honestly, it's a ton of fun. It's like what if uncharted but aliens and also what if uncharted but like you weren't climbing like half the time and also the gameplay Mm -hmm. was cool and at the same time a a cast of five characters that are always there and always saying something to make you like legitimately laugh out loud and not just like Mm -hmm. you know sensibly chuckle or something like that like i'm bursting out laughing like every five seconds playing this game because of how well written it was so i'm not going to talk about plot obviously this game is brand new um Mm -hmm. but i will say that there is rapid fire jokes in this game uh for example you are walking and rocket says "Uh, that's a dead end over there and you walk you're like okay i i play a lot of video games i know that there's going to be a collectible over there or some resources to get a new upgrade for for star lord's guns or something and i go over there and it's actually a dead end and then rocket's like see i told you it was a dead end and this happens every time even if you're going to like find a collectible and there is a collectible there Somebody will comment on like why is he going over there and he'll be like I'm just taking a look and then they'll say some joke back to that and he'll say some joke back to that and It's just like constant banter and it's not annoying either. It's so good It's just like you I, I go out of my way in this game to hear the jokes that they're gonna make because they land every time there's even jokes for like I don't know English majors like me where it's like my blades are as sharp as the rodent's teeth and then Star-Lord mm-hmm. says, oh, is that a metaphor? And then Drax says, no, it's a simile. And I'm like, that's the type of humor that gets me. It's so well written. Somebody did their homework. Somebody clever. Whoever wrote this game, and I can't remember their names from the credits, but I was like, man, give these people more video games to write.
1: I really don't know much about the story, so I really don't know how to go plot-wise. Yeah, yeah. Just we won't get I'm into reviewing. plot nowadays. Yeah, because... I don't want to get into plot-wise, but... Like, let's let's just say, like, gameplay-wise, how it, it is focused on one character. does Because yeah. you said another thing that you really didn't like is how... Like, you liked how DMCA5 played, but you didn't... Or, yeah, 5. But you didn't like how... That each character has, like, 20 movesets, but you have to learn each character's moveset. It's yeah. not, like, universal. Like, now, when it comes to this, like, or is, like, each, is each move, like, just kind of easy and kind of gets a little repetitive? Or is it actually is like... It's a different type of moveset, and it's actually pretty, like, you get involved in it because you only focus on one character, which is Peter Quill.
0: The way that the combat works in this is that you are Star-Lord and only Star-Lord. That doesn't mean you don't have a degree of control over the others. You are only simply playing as them, and you are getting kind of a drip feed of steady, you know, unlockable, you know, abilities. So what you do is you have a melee attack, which is not the best melee attack damage wise but for certain enemies later on in the game it's very helpful and then you have his blasters and as you progress through the game you will get uh you will be able to target an enemy hold down the l1 button and choose a guardian and from there each guardian has a different attack and each guardian including peter himself with the clicking down the left stick they will have for up to one between one and four uh different abilities for example if you are fighting against an enemy with a heavy shield you might want to raise their stagger bar so that you can you know do a bunch of damage on it so you would send drax to do one of his attacks to raise the stagger bar once they're staggered you could send gamora to do an attack that'll pretty much kill him in one hit and then if mm-hmm. you have a group of enemies put together you can summon Groot to have him like trap them so you can shoot them with Peter Quill's blasters or you can use Rocket to you know send a grenade at them and pretty much take them all out at once and uh like you get elemental upgrades for Peter Quill's guns uh the earliest one that I'll talk about without any spoilers is the ice one so you will get the ability very early on for Peter Quill to shoot an ice blast out of his gun to like freeze certain Mm. enemies or certain enemies are weak to ice so enemies their weaknesses will pop up on their health bars and combat is really cool you can just mix and match the whole way through and it's highlighted by this thing called the huddle so you know in Mm -hmm. every action game a devil may cry a god of war you have this thing that charges up and you can like click Mm -hmm. the sticks together press l2 r2 and he'll go into like a super rage mode for like i don't know half a minute
1: Mm-hmm.
0: in this it's a little bit different you call into the huddle and the guardians will be talking in fir- You'll you'll be peter quill in first person and the guardians will be talking to you. they'll be like we can't make it out there it's not going well and they'll be like oh, or sometimes yeah. they'll say oh i'm really feeling this battle there's no way we can't lose now so your job as peter quill is to choose one of the dialogue options that come up to inspire yeah. the team And if you inspire the team, everybody gets an attack bonus and it starts playing one of the like licensed tracks from the soundtrack (laughs) while you're just destroying all your enemies. And that's like a really cool thing that happens a lot that you can you can trigger. And I'll use that to touch on like this game soundtrack is it speaks to me. I love 80s music. It's my favorite music. This is a purely 80s music soundtrack. And there's only like two songs that i would have chose different songs from the same band for but other than that oh my god like it's constant in this and they always drop the needle at the perfect times like you you go into the ship at the beginning and you're flying and doing a little like ship chase thing blasted apart things at the end of like the first level and they're playing a oh, flock of seagulls i ran so far away and i'm like oh my god how did they this game
1: <laughs> i was gonna say like i was gonna ask how it was the soundtrack, cause, like... I know the whole point is that Peter Quill was taken like in the '80s, so that's all he really knows. Yeah. So I was
0: like, I, I'm, I'm worried that they'll lose the rights to some of the music in this game. It's nuts.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, uh, we'll see. Hopefully, there doesn't update to get rid of some of the music, or maybe they could add more. But uh, how, how long or how length do you think the story is?
0: Um. Well, I've beaten it um mm-hmm. I, my ps5 might have miscounted some of the times because it does that from time to time mm-hmm. so i'm gonna say between like 16 and maybe 18 hours and that's with a lot of exploring because like i said i wanted to explore every little bit i missed a bunch of stuff so i'm gonna, probably gonna have to mm-hmm. replay it to get the platinum because i think there's a bug maybe where your progression doesn't carry over into chapter select so they might have to patch that mm-hmm. but i mean i wouldn't mind playing it again um so yeah i mean i was looking for a lot of stuff trying to do as many optional conversations as I have because you can find little items in the field and they'll match up with the guardian, so you can talk to them in their ship. I, I would say that I'm gonna echo not only uh some of my favorite podcasts and gaming sites here the exploration and not you know fighting part of this game is even mm-hmm. better than the fighting it's just so lovingly well-written. It could be a movie or a TV show, and it would be really competent. Um, it also does not have anything to do with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It takes mm-hmm. place in a Guardians timeline that is more or less from the comics. So it's not a spoiler, but this is the Guardians timeline where Drax was the one who killed Thanos, and this game takes place way after that. So that's kind of established from the okay. beginning.
1: So, that's from the comics, yeah. yeah.
0: So it's a more comic- comic-y based story um some of the the characters do kind of take inspiration from the mcu but they're their own unique things and honestly i i just like the avengers game this could have been like Mm -hmm. this and it would have been insanely good but it's so focused on on the live service thing and of course playing as different heroes and updating with different heroes like yeah it can do its own thing but with the guardians i'm so glad that they came out with something of this caliber because it's just you'll laugh and you'll feel connected to the characters in a way i don't think i've ever felt connected to the characters in a video game For they're just so endearing the whole way through the gameplay is amazing going on the ship and just talking to people or hanging out or like seeing who's using star lord's toothbrush on accident next and there's flashback Mm -hmm. scenes and disney reference there's a star wars reference because of course they can do a star wars reference because they're both owned by disney (laughs)
1: yeah they could yeah they could get away with it yeah
0: so man yeah it, it's totally good there was one other thing i wanted to touch on i think about it without spoilers oh oh i remember what it was accessibility you can uh, so remember control how i told you you can yes. tweak literally how much damage you do how much damage you take yes this game has those features Ooh, so if you're finding okay. it to be difficult if, if you're playing the game and you find it to be difficult, turn Peter Quill's damage up. Turn the damage he takes down. Make it so that you don't have a cooldown on the, on the Guardian abilities and just keep mm-hmm. spamming rockets, grenades, or something. Okay. The developers seem to have embraced this idea. And there's no difficulty trophies either. So the developers oh, seem to have embraced really this nice. idea. Yeah, where they just want you to have the most fun possible playing yeah. your $60 video game. And I say... I appreciate. That, I say, yeah. all the time, all the time. If Sekiro had a, <laughs> if Sekiro had a damage modifier, I would have used it. But Guardians does. I haven't used it personally because I wasn't gonna. I, I mm-hmm. you know, I want, I wanted the the little bit of challenge that normal mode can offer, and it it does get a little tough at some part. But man, and and let me just tell you, there's jokes at the beginning of this game that have payoff so much throughout the game and then there's some that have payoff at like key moments toward the end and you just like who wrote this it's so amazing
1: yeah so
0: Guardians of the Galaxy man i hope it sells well because this is such a big deal like and and it, i always said when i was playing it this is what i wish Jedi Fallen Order was because mm-hmm. Jedi Fallen Order had a great story and great characters But it didn't have the gameplay to match up with it. It was kind of like a Dark Souls pseudo open world thing. Mm -hmm. Guardians is a linear game. You're not going to get lost. You're not going to have to go so far out of your way to find something. It's a linear action game that you could treat as a movie or TV show. And it's just perfect. Or as close to it as you can get nowadays. So, great game. (laughs) I beat it.
1: I mean, yeah, you beat it. That was pretty quick too. You beat it. I was addicted to it. (laughs) Yeah, you beat it pretty quick.
0: So, I mean, at some point we'll get into spoilers on on the show because the plot of this is is something. Um, A lot of interesting, you know, deep cuts happen. And one moment towards the end where I was just laughing because there's a joke. Well, something is said in the beginning and it Mm -hmm. comes up at the end and I'm just like, oh my God, there needs to be... i i I want there to be more games like this i don't want Mm -hmm. the market to become oversaturated i don't want there to be too many like not one a month but if companies would just take a look at this or at jedi fallen order Mm
1: -hmm. gameplay
0: as iffy to me as it may be and do something like that every now and then we would have you know more quality single player games that aren't open world sometimes i just don't want an open world and the fact that the guardians of the galaxy a game where you could go to tons of places they decided to make it a linear contained story that's what makes it so able to have such a good story and plot yeah you know it's about the characters it's and but like that isn't to say the gameplay isn't awesome because it is the graphics are great for people who care about graphics um yeah man guardians
1: the surprise game we called that was gonna be good and it was
0: yeah take that everybody's like eating crow because like it's legitimately good after everybody's like no avengers avengers no
1: guardians is where it's at yeah we're not trying to we're not trying to rub it either it's like well it's not we're not saying we told you so but like yeah like give it a shot like it's a good game
0: yeah So, I'm just looking through my list of stuff that I need to talk about on the podcast, Mm -hmm. and since we only have a couple minutes left this week, I'm gonna save some of the bigger stuff for next week. I will say, real quick, before I talk about this thing, I have played the Switch Online Expansion Pack. I have thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, Doom Eternal's Horde Mode. I have thoughts. Mario Party Superstars. Hyrule Warriors DLC 2. Dusk. I have thoughts. But today i wanted to focus on something i started a while back yes cyberpunk for a couple of minutes all right
1: so i got bad news bad news time all right what's the bad news i'm probably gonna drop cyberpunk again for a while that doesn't sound like bad news it kind of sounds like great news (laughs) no
0: hear me out so of course we know the ps5 version got delayed until next year um as did The Witcher 3 PS5 edition. That's not why I'm that's not why I'm going to put it to the side for now. This is a game that is so overwhelmingly complex and you need to immerse yourself on it. I will start by saying that the story so far from where I'm at, which isn't admittedly not that far. Uh, I just met the Keanu Reeves character Johnny Silverhand. Mm-hmm. Um it's what I'm saying is that it's going to be a lot to play this while i'm playing shin megami Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you know what i'm more interested in at the moment so i'm not i'm not gonna have this going on because this will get shoved to the side so much when shin megami and pokemon come out um but cyberpunk's problem is not its story its story is doing something interesting mature and dark that i've not seen in any games and it really is living up to the cyberpunk name of like machines becoming Mm -hmm. part of life or like you know the cyberpunk lifestyle or you know the the way the city looks like a blade runner-esque thing where advertisements have just taken over anything and you know gangs run rampant and and there's all kinds of little stuff but it's it's so complex in its gameplay Mm -hmm. not mechanically mechanically it's a first person shooter and there's nothing really remarkable about the shooting it's just that a first person shooter with melee weapons there's nothing special about the gameplay but the the management system is witcher 3-esque and witcher 3 it's it's fine in there but in cyberpunk i expected it to be a little more seamless like i can forgive witcher 3 it's doing what it says on the box but Cyberpunk's shops and inventory management and weight limits seems Mm -hmm. to be something that From The Witcher three that maybe necessarily didn't need to be in Cyberpunk, so it's kind of bogging me down. I'm playing on easy. It's like I don't care about upgrading this weapon or you know buying this piece of scrap item or selling. I just I'm immersed in the story because the story is amazing. Um, at least from what I've played. Who knows if it takes a nosedive later on. Yeah. But it's the gameplay, and I've said this from the start. We've said this on the podcast. We said this before Cyberpunk came out last year. It's, it's the gameplay that's going to, to turn people off. And it, it was the glitches, ultimately, that turned people off. But once you get into the gameplay, you've got a really good story surrounded by gameplay that is legitimately a first-person shooter RPG. And we've played that game before. You can point to a game at random at the story, and you'll probably mm-hmm.
1: land on a first-person shooter. I don't know. Cyberpunk... I was never hyped for it, so you dropping it. I mean, we'll come. to I mean, to the version, I don't think I was hyped for it either. Did I ever seem like I was like super duper hyped for it? No, but you were still. You're more like you will get. I would. I would not. I'm even like I would give a a it chance. a try. Sure. No, I would. I've even tried a it
0: twice, way. but it's the gameplay that turns me off of it. Cause like man, like if I could watch it as a movie, that might be like awesome. Like watch a let's play of it or something. But it's just overly complex in the gameplay mechanics mm. and the inventory manage mechanics and the, the the skill tree isn't set up great like i mm. accidentally missed out on spending points on something else because the skill tree is set up so like weirdly um it, it, it's trying to take like i said it's trying to take management systems that feel right at home in the witcher 3 and apply them to like this first person shooter and it's not meshing well for me personally witcher 3 was a game where i'm like you need two hours at a time when you play witcher 3 you need to sit but with cyberpunk look at all the other games i just listed that i'm playing Mm -hmm. shin megami and pokemon and grand theft auto are coming out this month those are all games except for maybe shin megami that you can just easily pick up and play and when i'm busy i can't sit down with cyberpunk a game that's probably going to take 50 hours I'd rather sit down with Guardians, a a linear single-player game where I don't have Mm -hmm. to worry about, is Peter Quill holding, you know, five pounds more than he is able to, and that's going to, like, do something to my inventory. No. Matter of fact, there is no inventory in Guardians of the Galaxy. No ammo. Nothing. It's just a great game. Yeah. So, yeah. I just figured we'd talk about Cyberpunk since we never actually formally bought, brought it up, but this is the second time I'm dropping Cyberpunk. The first was back in May, I think. Um, it's 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 too much to handle while I'm playing other games at all.
1: I don't know any game that I've dropped more than twice and then come back and still end up playing i'm trying to really think if there's any game that i've dropped and actually went back more than twice and, there's been and...
0: games i've dropped more than like three times that i've come back to and tried to get into again <laughs> i can't remember what they are but i know there are a couple
1: i can't even really tell you because that's what i'm saying yeah. like either i play all the way through or i just drop and never come back to it. it
0: it's a very engaging game i i, I will give that to cd project red um mm-hmm. it's a well-developed and and engaging game it has its share of technical issues. We knew that was going to happen. Unfortunately, that's what overtook the the popular opinion of it. Mm-hmm. But there's a good product. It's just a product that I cannot, in all good conscience, immerse myself in mm-hmm. when, like, the games of the year are currently happening. Like, mm-hmm. Shin Megami is coming out the same day as is when next week's podcast comes out like i will be playing shin megami tensei 5 at the end of next week mm-hmm. so cyberpunk maybe one day right now guardians is where it's at play guardians of the galaxy everybody <laughs> all right robert would you say we have done an episode
1: i think we've done an episode of the best of our abilities
0: mm-hmm mm-hmm Alright guys, so next week we should have some thoughts on, I'm going to say probably the Switch Online might be the main thing, but we'll see how far I get into Dusk and you know, whatever else we play. Um, Animal Crossing, probably, update, we'll see. But, as always, we want to thank you so much for listening. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, and if you want, you could leave a nice rating and review. You can download an episode, subscribe, and listen to us wherever you go. And if you don't like Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and our Podbean site. Please follow our Twitter at Markers on the Map to get all the links for that all the time. So I guess there's not much left to say, except for what we always say. And that is that the real Ben 10 Protector of Earth was the friends we made along the way. So we'll see you next time. Bye.
1: Later.